Welcome back to the West Michigan Soccer Show brought to you by Midwest United FC. As always, I'm your host, John Kopko, and today we are talking Elite Clubs National League, also known as ECNL, the top girls youth soccer league in the United States. We are lucky to have two ECNL experts with us today, Midwest United FC Girls Academy Director Stu Givens and U19 ECNL player and Western Michigan Women's Soccer Commit Meredith Vance. Thank you both for joining me today. Thanks, John. Thank you. Stu, could you give a quick background on ECNL for listeners who aren't familiar with the league, maybe what it is and what sets it apart from other youth soccer platforms? Yeah, the the ECNL is um, a, a league that is uh, that was started back in about 2009 uh, with with uh, clubs that wanted to kind of uh, really expand and push the the limits of youth soccer and and make make the best most challenging league in the country. Um, and so over the last uh, 12, 13 years, um, they that's just kind of been their mission, been their motto, and, and really pushed everyone forward. So now currently in its state, um, you know, there's there's teams from all across the country, both boys and girls, um, started just as a girls program and now uh, contains, you know, both genders. And um, on the girls side, it's, it's the best um, environment for the for the women's game at the youth level um, consistently putting massive numbers into the the, the best places in college um, youth national teams professional setups uh, both here and abroad um, and the, even in this past uh, world cup you know they, i think the ecnl was responsible for players on many different uh, national teams outside of the u.s uh, and obviously including the u.s so um, really, it's just a, it's really a place for uh, the female athlete to really push themselves and put themselves in an environment that's going to make them better um, every single day. I saw a stat from the NWSL draft, which was two weeks ago now, that something like 70% of the draft picks were from ECNL clubs. What do you think makes ECNL players so successful in the long run? I think the one, it's, it's a lot of the mentality of the players, like a lot of players who reach out to, to us um, on the coaching staff within uh, Midwest ECNL, like they're looking for, you know, uh, like-minded individual players that are, you know, committed, want to, want to be the best they can be, want to be pushed, want to be driven. Um, and, and so I think it starts there. Um, and then once you're in the ECNL, the, the players, um, are in an environment where every day is difficult, training, games, the showcases, um, playoffs. Like, there's not a single easy game in the ECNL. Um, if you don't show up on a day, you're going to get caught. And um, every team has a player or two or five or ten that are going to punish you for mistakes. And I think that's where it really separates um, from other leagues where, you know, there's games that – you can take off or um and and you're not going to get punished where ecnl like every game you're you're up against it and so i think it really sets players up for the next level what you know going into college and then college going into the professional ranks and, and right now there's there's players across the league that you know we're playing against on a weekly basis that are going straight from ecnl into the professional ranks so um, that experience is you know just makes our players so much better and more prepared for for life in college and and life after college as well 
Meredith, as a player, what has your experience been like in the ECNL? Um, it has been such a big change from the old league we used to play in, the Girls Academy. I feel like in the GA, we were definitely probably the one of the best teams in our league. And like some games, it would be a blowout. Some games, it would be tight. And it is just so much different in the ECNL because, like Stu said, every single game is tight. Every single team is good. Like, even, like, from the top team to the bottom team, like, there's good players on every single team. And, like, it's crazy to think that some of the girls we're playing against are, like, national team players or, like, are in the NWSL the next year after we play them. It's just – uh really awesome experience to be playing in the league how do you think that jump in consistency of the competition has helped your development as a player in the long term yeah um it's kind of just taught me to like always show up and like no matter if the team is like last in the league um you still have to bring it your all and like push the team to just not let up and keep going Let's talk a little bit more about the current ECNL season. Stu, where is the Midwest program currently in its calendar? Um, so currently we're, we're like in the heart of the showcase season. So, um, and we have one league game left. So uh, we'll play in a couple of weeks, our final league game um, with, um, you know, the majority of our teams still fighting for positioning in the playoffs and qualification. So, so that's exciting, and, and there's still a lot of on the line with our last league game um, on February 10th um, at Hawks Magic. So lots to play for still. And then you know we're on the on the heels of just coming back from the Florida Showcase this January um, and the Phoenix Showcase in um, in November. So really, it's like we it's been nonstop um, and just continuing to work hard and try and get good results. And so they've been two really good events for the, for the programs um, and uh, you know, good results um, in both showcases, really good performances and lots of really good interest coming from clubs and um, you know, looking at our uncommitted players and the currently committed players, lots of good feedback from their, their future college coaches and, um, so it, it's really a nice way to, one, reconnect with those college coaches so that we can help our players within their development to prepare them for um, wherever their their uh, their next place playing will be. And so um, that's always nice, too, to, to really be able to connect with them. And, and the coaches really get to see them play difficult games and have challenging moments and can give them real feedback versus, again, you know, playing games that uh maybe aren't as difficult and they can't give you as specific a feedback because you're not in the environments that are requiring you to do really difficult things so i think that's been great um and it's been super successful on that standpoint playing in front of um you know hundreds of coaches like literally hundreds of coaches um from all of the different conferences and, you know, having pro scouts and U.S. national team scouts at games. So it's been really successful in terms of the exposure as well. Many of the leagues in the U.S. talk all the time about their showcase events and the college exposure that comes from it. What does the actual format of an ECNL event look like? What does a typical trip look like for one of the Midwest teams? 
Yeah, so, um, you know, we we apply for these different showcases that, you know, fit into our schedule and, and the ECNL hosts quite a few showcases, which is great for the exposure and, and the college coaches show up in big, big numbers. Um, so typically we'll, you know, they run three days, so we'll show up the, the day before um, our first game and then, you know, play our, our three games. Um, and then at these showcases, they also have uh, what's called a national selection game on the first night. So uh, it's another really big opportunity for, uh, you know, players to play with and against the best and for for us to showcase our top players within our, within our program and um, for them to play, uh, again, with, with the best players in the country in front of a massive crowd um, of, of fans, friends, family, um, and scouts. So it's a really, really cool environment, and the the, the showcases are run at an absolute top-notch, um, you know, way of doing things, and everything they do is first class, and I think it's a really, really great experience from uh, from all of the players and families, and, you know, it's something that all the players look forward to going to and getting the gear, being in, like, checking out all the new Nike gear, having, you know, all of the things that they have at these events. It's great. When Midwest United does its college commitment posts, the players always give their favorite memory, and many of the ECNL players list traveling to events as their favorite, including you, Meredith. You said ECNL Seattle was your favorite Midwest memory. What do you think makes traveling to these events so special from a player's perspective? Um. Well, for the Seattle one, that was by far my favorite one because that was um for ecnl playoffs and we had never been to the playoffs before and it was the first trip like without all of our parents (laughs) going so it was just the coaches kind of like driving us around and like joe was our chaperone and he was just hilarious and just it was he was just a great guy to hang out with um, all of us, I know we all teased him a lot <laughs> throughout the week, but um, just like from like all the showcases, just the sightseeing, just being in a different place, new environment while playing soccer is always a great, just a great time. And um, I don't know. Yeah, just kind of just being in a different place. This year at ECNL Phoenix, you actually got to participate in one of the national selection games, which Stu mentioned earlier, where ECNL picks the best players from all over the country to participate in this game, the first day of the showcase, under the lights. What was your experience like playing in that sort of environment with such top talent? My gosh, the whole day, I was just like so nervous. It was I was just like shaking the whole day. And then once like we started warming up and like getting to know the rest of the players, we all realized that we were kind of all in the same boat and that we like shouldn't be nervous. We're just playing a game of soccer in front of a lot of people and scouts. But um, I just feel like in that singular game, I got so much better playing with the like level of talent that was on my team and who I was playing against. Um, it was just like a surreal experience playing in front of all those people. And like, it was, it was just like fun. Like I couldn't help but smile. Like every time I like got the ball or like made a play or something. Cause like, 
the entirety of like Midwest United was who was like out there was like cheering every single time I got the ball and it was just really just an awesome experience. And your future coaches from Western Michigan were in attendance as well and they were really excited. I heard from them you were the best player on the field. (laughs) Oh well yeah I was definitely glad that they were able to see um, me play there and just like with different players uh, like some new positions and yeah it was really awesome (laughs) yeah i'll add in john too um like meredith came on and you know again there's everyone nobody knows each other um she's thrown into a a midfield with uh players from north carolina stanford ucla um you know playing against players with from michigan um and you know you name a power five school you name a uh you know youth national team players like they were they were on the field and uh meredith was super dynamic um i think she only didn't complete one pass and i think because it was the the winger didn't think she was going to be able to pass it to her and so Mm -hmm. she gave up on the run and then like didn't get to it and we're like oh like killed her 100% passing ratio um and playing as a 10 like it it was really impressive like you know even the the whole coaching staff was super proud of her um we were sitting with the western michigan staff they were they were all fired up about you know all the great things that she's going to do in the next four years so um yeah it's a, it was yeah. it was a really really special event for meredith and really special event for uh midwest united and all of the girls um, from the teams that were out in Phoenix were, were on the sidelines with their parents. Um, yeah, going crazy when Meredith came on the field, every time she touched the ball, every time she made an interception. Um, so it was uh, it, it was really special moment for the club and, and uh, obviously for Meredith, but you know, she, she did really well for the club and, and uh, yeah, showed out for us. Thank you. <laughs> We mentioned your college coaches having the opportunity to watch you play on that stage. What did your college recruiting experience look like at Midwest, and how did you eventually settle on attending and playing college soccer at Western mm-hmm. Michigan? Oh my gosh, it was a roller coaster. Um, well, since the recruiting like rules have like changed, I wasn't really allowed to talk to anyone until my uh after my sophomore year june 15th i believe and um oh my gosh it was so i had i definitely had a lot of schools come and reach out to me at first um ones i was really really excited about but as we all know that not like not everything is gonna work out or anything so um I eventually just made the decision to go to Western because, um, well, I love Lewis and I knew I would like get along with him. Um, it's not too far from home, which was one of my top decisions, uh, like changing decisions. And um, I had the major I was looking for and it was a great soccer program that was a lot higher than a lot of the other schools I was looking at. Do you feel like ECNL as a platform, as a league, provided you with a lot of opportunities to pursue college soccer? Oh, for sure. 
I just remember the first college show, uh, uh, ECNL showcase that we um, were ever at was the ECNL Tennessee. And we played like the internationals, I believe. And there was probably a hundred scouts lining the field. And that was probably, that was like the first time any like scout, like more than 10 scouts were at our game. It was insane. And just like, in comparison to other leagues, it has just given so much more exposure. Like, like scouts come to our games regularly and always like come to our showcases, which is just awesome to see that they're like interested and like really coming to see our club. If you had any advice for young soccer players who are interested in either playing ECNL one day or maybe even mm-hmm. playing college soccer one day, what would your best piece of advice be for that player? Um, my piece of advice would be whew, probably never close any doors that like you can always build connections with people and you never might know where they might end up later. So always answer your emails, always answer texts, no matter who the coach is or what the school is, because who knows, it might be like a NAIA school, but he might be the coach for some Power 5 school someday. You might never know that. So just always keep your options open. And yeah. Was that a reference to Lewis going from NAIA Aquinas to Division <laughs> of Western Michigan? No, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> but yeah, sure. <laughs> Stu, what's next for your ECNL program as you move into the spring? Yeah, so uh, we have a final league game. We have um, against Hawks Magic for the older four, four age groups. Um, the younger two age groups have about half their season to go. Um, and they, they finished on a really high note um, in the fall. So looking forward to them to get back into like, uh, those league games and, uh, you know, and start to make a little bit of a run themselves. Um, our U15s, uh, U16s, and U17s are all going to head to Dallas in February as well for our final ECNL showcase of the year. Um, and this is the 09's uh, first, uh, like, big recruitable event. So that will be exciting for them. So, like, they'll probably, they're just at the beginning of the process that Meredith is finishing up and, um, and so it'll be exciting for them to, to be around it and kind of get their feet wet a little bit with, uh, with the recruiting process. So, um, and, and understand what the, the showcases are like and, um, you know, what they're, what they're in for as they, as they progress into, into their next couple of years. So, um, so that's really exciting, really looking forward to that. Um, and then we'll, we'll kick off our spring season. And so our spring season looks a little bit different. Um, because of the way high school soccer is, is worked, but um, we have a, a really challenging spring season ahead of us. Um, we have scheduled games with uh, four different college programs, um, Ferris State, Aquinas, um, Indiana Tech, and Trine. So um, some really challenging games for our players to, you know, to play against the players that they want to be one day and, and really kind of test themselves. So um, that's going to be exciting. And then we have some really great showcases for those players um, to be challenged. And those that are still looking, they're going to, you know, be able to showcase themselves, um, you know, heading up to uh, 
uh, or down to Indianapolis for Crossroads, um, over to Chicago for Super Cup, which is organized by the ECNL for for teams that play during the high school seasons in in, uh, in our region. Um, and then we'll finish up our, our showcase season with uh, the Umbro Showcase, which is the number one showcase in Canada. Um, and so that always brings a really good group and they have, uh, you know, they bring their Rex programs in, which are basically like their ODP teams. So, you know, the opportunity possibly to play against some of the, the provincial like ODP teams with their Rex programs, um, their top teams in Canada as well are, is really exciting. And again, just a different challenge because the Canadian teams have their own style of play and, and to play um, international teams will be really exciting for our groups. And soon enough here in Michigan, it'll be tryout season. If there are any players out there, whether they're currently at Midwest United, outside the club at one of the other clubs here in the Grand Rapids area, what's the best way for a player to get involved with your program? Yeah, so we we do a couple uh, different things. So um, we don't necessarily have a tryout date that we have. Um, how we how the ECL works um, with us is we host ID sessions for those interested players. Um, and so keep an eye on our social media for those. Um, the other thing they can do is, is reach out to myself or any of the ECNL staff through email um, or phone to, you know, contact us like, hey, we're interested. And, and um, you know, we typically have a handful of players, you know, that show up for, that just come to training sessions. Um, to kind of you know, work their way in and, and try out that way as well. So um, we really don't have a, a, a set date, but we do have some ID sessions that people will come. So those should be out in the near future for the, the end of the winter spring sessions that we're having. Awesome. Well, if you're a player who is interested in ECNL, be sure to connect with Stu about those opportunities. And again, Meredith and Stu, thank you so much for joining us today to talk about ECNL. Great. Thanks, John. Thank you so much. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to like, follow, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We also started new social media channels over on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, so check us out there as well. I'm John Kopko, and this has been the West Michigan Soccer Show. We'll see you next time.